are listening to the season 2 of Make a Change. Let's drive to more unashamed conversations. Hosted by Ishwara Gupta. The sexual assault crimes against women have only escalated. She was being tortured, beaten, savaged by her husband over dowry demands. A 15-year-old girl gang-raped by 29 people. A woman is killed by her partner in every two and a half days. A six-year-old child was found dead. Oh, we have come a very long way. Welcome back to today's episode. Today we have Lauren Elizabeth Harris with us on the show. She's an actress, director and podcaster. She has portrayed numerous roles both on stage and in film and television and also wrote, produced and co-starred in a feminist web series titled It's a Girl Thing that was highly regarded in over 14 international film festivals. Most recently, she made a directing debut with Defining Dodo, a short film. Additionally, she co-hosts the modern comedy dating podcast, Damsels in the DMs. So today, along with Lauren, we are going to talk about an issue which most of us have faced and that is working under male-dominated industries. Oftentimes, we have been through this. You must have been underestimated or been dominated by men. It is really difficult to shake the feeling of always being under a microscope, being doubted by men on your knowledge of the games and athletes, to fight twice as hard as male counterparts to gain credibility in the field, dealing with the outdated boys club mentality. So the real question is, what can we do about this problem? Shine a light on it, encourage women to speak out against the circumstances and demand equal treatment. So today, we are going to discuss the same with Lauren, and now let's hear her views on this. Lauren, you are an actress, writer, and producer in the LA area. How you chose this particular field as a career? I always wanted to be an actor. Um, when I was in kindergarten, actually, um, I played Streganona in the kindergarten play. And I'm pretty sure that they had split the role between like multiple different kindergartners. Um, but I became really dedicated to it. I memorized all of the lines. I memorized everybody else's lines. Um, I was backstage telling all of the other actors their lines. And then from then on, I think some of the teachers were like, wow, she seems really into it. You should get her acting lessons. Um, And then I started taking acting lessons at a really young age. Um, And then I went to USC where I studied acting there. Um, And when I was at USC, I had the opportunity to study at the British American Drama Academy. And when I was there, I met one of my really close friends, Augusta Mariano, who was interested in producing a project together that was about sort of Me Too culture, college dating culture. Um, But at the time, she didn't have a lot of experience writing. um, So she was looking for a partner in producing this. So we ended up partnering together and creating It's a Girl Thing. And at that time, I had never 
thought that I had really any other career ambitions besides acting, like to um, branch out into the other branches of filmmaking and producing and writing. But then doing that with her, I really loved it. Um, it was a really great way to create roles that feel authentic to the people you know, and also who are people that you really want to play. Um, so then after that, I got more into producing and um, filmmaking in general. And I would still say acting is by far my number one, but um, definitely producing. And I really like the idea of being able to create my own content going forward. Wow, that was so super amazing. Like from the starting, you had that passion and you just converted that passion into your career. That was super inspiring. So you. you wrote, starred and produced It's a Girl Thing, which has been featured in over 15 international festivals. So can you tell us more about it? Yeah, so It's a Girl Thing um, is the project that I was just talking about that I created with Augusta Mariano. Um, and it's about college dating culture. So when the Me Too movement came out, we were really inspired by all of these amazing filmmakers who were part of the movement, like Reese Witherspoon. Um, and Reese Witherspoon also has her own production company where she tackles similar stories to what we wanted to do. But because we were both just graduating college, we felt like we really had... Um, strong experiences in college that weren't being spoken about in the Me Too movement, sort of like the gray area, things that aren't overtly wrong. They're not rape, which is obviously horrible, but sort of just like um, dating culture where there could be ghosting or there could be, um, you know, one night stands or mistreatment within relationships um, that isn't spoken about in the Me Too movement because it's not overtly wrong, but can still be really painful and have long lasting effects on people. Um, so that was really what It's a Girl thing was about. And then we kind of like, I would say capitalized it to turn it into something so much more because we originally started it and we thought like, oh, well, this could be a web series. Um, but then we thought, you know, this, this series has potential to help a lot of young women who are just starting their college experience and um, could almost be used as, I don't want to say like a warning, but almost like a playbook of like, here are some of the things that you may experience. There's other people that have gone through them too. Um, so hopefully you can learn something from this. So it's definitely something that we want to continue with and hopefully turn into an episodic or something like that down the line. Well, so basically it is just a social thing which you converted into a series and that's so good like everyone should watch that because it is very necessary in today's era to get to know about the experiences because like after a teenage after like in teens when you go in college and just like after teen mm -hmm. so it's just a different situation and you have to experience a lot of things so sometimes it can uh, be traumatic so yeah that is something very innovative and different you also directed a film titled Defining Dodo, a Latinx LGBTQ short film, which just won the LGBTQ Voice Award in the HBO-sponsored official Latino Film Festival. So how was your experience working on the same? So Defining Dodo was a ton of fun. Um, and it's interesting because after I created It's a Girl Thing, I became really passionate about producing and wanted to go on and continue telling other stories. And um, 
Alejandro Valtiera, who is my co-producer of Defining Dodo and is the writer of Defining Dodo, he actually um, was my boss. So in Defining Dodo, the relationship between Claire and Dodo is Dodo hires Claire to be his um, intern or employee. And Alejandro actually had hired me in real life um, to be his intern at a publishing company. So we sort of mirrored those two situations and those relationships, but then took it a step further in Defining Dodo. Um, and Defining Dodo, we really wanted to tell an authentic story about somebody coming out in a machismo culture and how even if you feel like you have a whole community of people not supporting you or not supporting your decision, um, all it really takes is one. And it really only takes one friendship or one person to make you feel like somebody believes in you or somebody is willing to support you. Um, and that was what we really wanted to show in Defining Dodo that you don't need everybody to be behind you, but if you can find one person or find that within yourself, then um, you can do anything. Um, so that was a really fun project to be on because it was really important to us to bring in that authenticity within the casting um, and within the story. So yeah, when, my favorite part of Defining Dodo is actually the one part that um, I was hesitant about in the beginning because Alejandro was really dedicated to hiring a mariachi band um, to be performing within the series. And the mariachi band that he wanted was the only LGBTQ mariachi band in Los Angeles. And because they are so wonderful, they are also very expensive. <laughs> and because I kind of had my producer's hat on, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really expensive. Like, do we have the budget for this? Um, but then Alejandro was like, no, I am so dedicated. Like we need this authenticity in the project. He was able to crowdfund um, to get the mariachi band to be part of the project. And now they're my favorite part of the film. Um, so, you know, I think that's another thing that I learned about producing and creating and filmmaking from doing that was like, you kind of have to always be open and roll with the punches um, because other people may have way better ideas than you do. Um, and it's important to take that in and not just stick with the original vision you had. Spectacular. Like you just converted, you got this, yeah, you just converted your career into something that you're doing for social things because these are the topics which you are covering. People are really ashamed to talk about the girl thing and the LGBT community thing. These are the really important topics that really need awareness in today's era. And mm -hmm. you are just covering those through your profession. So you are just uh, doing awesome. Like you are just incredible. That's just re really good for a society thing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because uh, like most of the people are inspired by only web series and movies, like a big part of population in the world are inspired by uh, the, the cinema. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's really important to me within the projects that I create, that they're serving some other purpose. You know, um, I always want to make sure that my career is not just self-serving and is helping other people. So if there's any small difference I can make in a project that I create, if it can inspire somebody um, or make somebody just feel more comfortable living their life or just know that somebody relates to their story, then I feel like I've done my job. Yeah, and such kind of people like you are really like less, okay? So that's just great, oh my God. It's so lucky to have you on the show and have a like chance to have a conversation with you. So thank you. No, so I'm much. lucky to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, as you know, we females face a lot of dominance by men in these male-dominated fields, especially acting and music. 
So what are your views on the same? Yeah, um, I mean, that's the reason that I wanted to create a lot of my projects, um, especially directing because I was the director of Defining Dodo and that's a very male dominant field. Um, in a lot of the roles that I played, they were written by men. And, you know, I felt like some of them didn't accurately represent women or the people that I know. Um, and especially within the Latinx community or the Black community, you see them being portrayed like as maids or um, just not accurately who they are. So in Defining Dodo, it was really important to us that we were authentically representing um, all of the people that we knew and showing these marginalized communities in positions of power where they should be. Um, and I think in regards to what you asked with male dominated communities, like you really have to make sure that when you step onto a set, you're being confident within your own vision. Um, because when I directed Defining Dodo, it was really difficult um, to make sure that I was like standing my ground, I would say, because you have so many different opinions on set. Um, and because it was my first time as a female director, um, there's a lot of people in your ear telling you, you know, you should do this, you should do that. And how are you able to like stay strong and hold your ground with all of these people and make sure that you're staying true to the vision of the film and what you want the film to be. So I would say that you kind of have to like tune out and have blinders on, you know, when you are in a male dominant field and just make sure that you know that you are meant to be there, that, you know, you shouldn't have imposter syndrome. You should just be confident that you belong there. Um, and just, you know, find the people that are supporting you because there's great men out there who I believe um, like do want equality and do want women to be seen in positions of power. So I would just say, you know, look for the good ones, look for your support, just like in Defining Dodo. Um, look for somebody who can support you. Um, and it doesn't even have to be in the workplace if you're not able to find that. Like there's always friends or people to support you. Make sure that you're doing the behind the scenes work um, to feel that confidence when you do step into a field where you don't feel so comfortable. Absolutely. A support is very, very much needed in this generation. And also that you should have the belief in you. Like you had, you just did the work of a director, which is really a male dominating field. And uh, you were just incredible on, in your job. So I would say to all the females who are listening right now is that you should be really, uh, you know, have that value in yourself, that trust in yourself that you can do this work instead of underjudging or underestimating your own self. So uh, it is like very much important. Like for me, progress does not mean parity. Working in a climate where you have been historically excluded, like in research labs, corporate boardrooms, or even politically, can lead women to question their abilities. So you have to not let this happen. You have to not let anyone question your abilities. So what advice would you give to those women who are working in male-dominating fields? I would just say keep at it. Um, I think persistence is the key to life. And I think if you want something, then you should go for it and not let anything stand in your way. I think that you need to stand strong and make sure that you know, you're not being gaslighted. Um, and, and just know that you are so worthy of that position and you are meant to be there. And 
if it becomes super toxic, like there will be another opportunity for you. Um, you don't have to stay in a toxic environment. It's not your job to change the culture. Um, so I think if you, if you are in a workplace where it's your dream job and it's everything you wanted, but you feel like um, you're being marginalized in some way, um, then, you know, do everything you can to make sure that you got everything out of the opportunity that you could, but then don't be afraid to move on from it and find the next better opportunity because I believe that women are super qualified and um, there will always be other opportunities as long as you stay true to yourself and continue to have that really strong work ethic. Yeah, we women are the superpowers. So you yeah. have to just not uh, get involved in the toxic environment if it's not suiting you have to not suffer it because if you think that you can change the people no you can't but you can change right. yourself you can adopt right. adapt yourself so yeah like right for according to me the ways for women to help themselves feel more confident can be the act of committing thoughts to paper it has shown to decrease worries and rumination i know it's like a very lame thing but it is not because it really helps sometimes there are such topics that you cannot share out with the world aloud maybe mm -hmm. you are shy or something or maybe it's quite personal but you can have a paper and pen in your hand and you can just do things because it has the ability to boost the like concentration and the focus and yeah. I definitely and women often feel as an imposter and sometimes get overwhelmed working in such an environment. At that time, mm -hmm. you need to just remind yourself of the fact and you need to focus on your past successes that you came a long way and you can do a much more. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Laura, as there are any, like, is there any particular message or something that you would like to share with the audience out there, especially all the women? Um, I would say, you know, just echoing what I said before, I think persistence is the key to life. Um, and I think really make sure that you are taking care of yourself, especially when you are entering these difficult positions. For me, meditation and journaling are really important, um, particularly if I am about to take on something that might be stressful or I might feel like is a toxic culture. I think taking care of myself and building my own confidence has been the number one thing I've been able to do when I enter situations that um, could be stressful or, or you know potentially toxic. Um, so I would just say, keep at it, make sure that you're taking care of yourself and being strong. And just remember that you can do it as long as you believe in yourself. So true, like it's yeah. like very true. So Lord, are you working on any current projects right now? Yeah, I'm actually producing a documentary about human trafficking that's just beginning to make its way through the festival circuit right now. Um, so that was a really interesting and incredibly powerful project to be a part of. Um, and yeah, it should be, you know, making its way out there soon. Um, and hopefully good things come from it. Wow, again, a social thing you're doing. Really great. All <laughs> the topics are related to that. And that's just like, wow. So, Lauren, how was your experience today on the show, Make a Change, Let's Strive to More Unashamed Conversations? Sorry, do you mind repeating the question one more time? Yeah, so I was saying, Ki, how was your experience today on the show, Make a Change, Let's Strive to More Unashamed Conversations? 
Oh, it was amazing. I had such a great time. Um, it's great to be with like-minded women um, who want to see a change in the world. And I really appreciate the opportunity to connect with your audience. Thank you so much for being here. It was a lovely chat that today we had. It was an insightful one. Great. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Wow. So that was something worth talking about. I would say that don't get lost in the gender games. It is not being a man or woman. Be the best that you can be in your chosen career. Work hard, stay focused and be committed. Most often than not, you will come out on top. And now that was a wrap up. I hope you remember your duties of sharing your views and spreading out the word. But by chance, if you are new, go follow the show, give a 5-star rating and follow me on Instagram. My ID is at the rate ashwaragupta underscore. You can tag us on posts or your stories with the hashtag makeachangecommunity. You can even send us voice messages. We would love to know your thoughts. See you in the next episode. Till then, keep supporting. Love you guys.